0: How many people do we encounter on a daily basis? Have you ever taken the time to consider what those people are going through? The dreams, aspirations, fears, and challenges that are faced each day make every individual unique. Can our understanding, our interactions with these individuals help them overcome the mountains that are faced each and every day? We think so, because it's the little things that can make a big difference. And here's Mitch and Jake.
1: Welcome to The Little Things with Mitch
0: and Jake.
1: Jake, we're wrapping up Season 4. Ask Me Anything, we got rapid fire, and then we got an awesome guest for these guys. How do you, how you doing?
0: I'm doing well, my man. Uh, I can't believe Season 4 is coming to a close. It seems like we've really, really um, put emphasis on this season and really gotten through it well uh, we're gonna have a guest at the end of the season as well, too, which we really enjoy. But just having a blast, we've got some live podcasts under our belt, and we're gonna go through some questions here and just looking forward to it, man how are you
1: good, good uh enjoying it summer right now, you know, so things are a little slower yet, going a million miles an hour, so it's kinda how we're rolling, but it's crazy to see how this podcast has evolved um over this season and Uh, when we started it you know we always take a nice couple month break in between and when we first started season four just yeah just going along rolling along with the punches but they've had huge changes with uh, giveaways and live podcasts and and uh, yeah just really kind of moving moving the needle as Jake Nealon likes to say
0: moving the needle forward man that's all we can do here um, before we dive in we want to do give out a special um, announcement to our season sponsor which is the South Dakota Army National Guard today South Dakota the, our South Dakota Nar- Army National Guard remains strong with more than 3100 soldiers available to execute its missions the mission of the South Dakota Army National Guard is to provide combat capability to the warfight security for the homeland and to provide combat ready units in three roles federal state and community. A special thank you to those serving our country from us here at The Little Things. Our main goal is to show you that by appreciating the little things in life and understanding what the people around us are enduring, we can increase everyone's quality of life. Today, as we continue to wrap up Season 4, our episode is Ask Me Anything. So we take questions from our listeners from you guys out there in the audience and just kind of have a conversation whatever you guys want to know maybe personal professional and Mitch and I have a conversation and answer some questions so that's what we got today here Mitch uh any last words or comments before we dive in No it's kind of nice
1: getting the listeners involved and we we get it's kind of interesting you know when we send out posts and things we don't get a lot from that but it's crazy to see what you get back just in passing with with people. And we appreciate it. It doesn't matter if you're sending us emails on uh, Facebook Messenger or, or just passing by. We, we appreciate these comments. And we actually pulled a few of these questions just by people asking about them. They probably didn't think about they were going to actually be on an episode, but really like the questions and where they're at, so we appreciate all the support we get.
0: Yeah, it's been great. And our, our listener numbers and each episode continues to climb. It's kind of fun to see those statistics that we like to look at. And <clears throat> some people will listen to you know previous episodes, even from season four into season three, and some will start from the very beginning. It's always kind of neat to, to see people when they start listening and, and to have them walk through the, the entire thing that we got going on here. So uh, Mitch, if you're ready, let's dive into the questions. The first question that we got is actually for you. Um, this question came from Brenda Fortin yes, on Facebook. Horton,
1: you bet. She's been a huge follower of yeah. the little thing. So we appreciate her.
0: Yeah. She's been great. And she engages in all the posts and everything. She asked, what do you do to wind down and regroup?
1: Yeah. Good question. Good question. Um, winding down has a different, uh, different definition every day, <laughs> to be honest. Um, There's some times where I I feel like I need to disconnect from everything. That's not often. Uh, What I've found is when I disconnect and I don't really have that busyness to my life, I start getting anxious. Um, So that doesn't happen often, but there are times. There's other times where I just need to work on something different. If I've spent a lot of time with school stuff or I've spent a lot of time with um, just outside stuff keeping me busy, the opposite of it. There's times where I can get entrenched in my school stuff and, and it's a stress reliever. There's also times where just jumping into my dissertation and working on my college stuff, um, having many different things also helps me and other people are probably listening and be like, how in the world is that something that like alleviates stress in your life is more, but I just feel that I, if I can jump to thing to thing, it helps me if I'm just so honed in on one thing I really struggle so to be able to jump and kind of like pick little things I think that's that's something that helps me to wind down and of course sleeping and sleeping helps and I don't know I'm not very good at answering that question because I don't wind down very often Um, people are very envious of the way I sleep because it's like when I hit the pillow I'm out and no one can wake me up and it is because I go, I go, I go, and um, it's really the time where I slow down. So, Jake, I want to ask you, I want to fire that right back at you. <laughs> uh, what do you do to wind down and regroup? Is it the same thing, or is it completely different?
0: Well, it, it makes me laugh, Mitch, and I think we've covered this in Season 3 at one point, but we we do not wind down the same, not one bit at all. <laughs> I think we've <laughs> touched on it briefly, but, yeah, I I think, like, to the point of what you said there was, you, you jump from one thing to another and to this thing into that thing and that helps you kind of wind down a little bit. Well that's the that's I feel like what I do every single day between you know marketing my my books and the podcasts and having coaching conversation with clients and doing some content stuff on social media and reaching out to potential new clients. like I feel like I do jump around all the time and in order for me to wind down, I basically have to super simplify my days. So a big thing for me is like getting outside every single day for a walk slash a run slash some sort of workout just to get outside and get some fresh air. That's big for me. I'm outside and and walking um, constantly throughout the day and for sure uh, at a minimum an hour a day. That's a big wind down thing for me. Um, Two, this is more consistent with me, but I don't have any social media notifications on my phone, which really, really helps me. So I'm not constantly picking up my phone and looking like someone liked this photo, someone commented on this, et cetera. Someone you know, shared your Facebook, whatever it may be. I don't have any notifications, which really helps me. A third thing I do is I, I work out. That is a huge wind down thing for me. Um, again, I'm jumping around and stuff. I get super anxious, I get stressed out. My mind's kind of running laps. And for me to just put all that stuff aside, put the headphones in and go and do a 30 minute workout and then walk outside for a little bit, it just helps me tremendously. So that is what I do to wind down and regroup. Um, Another quick thing um, to answer Brenda's question is, uh, traveling is a big thing for me too. I do like to get out and travel, whether it be a little road trip back home, Uh, to the cities you know Oklahoma wherever it may be I like to get in the car and and throw in some tunes and kind of wind down that way as well too so nothing better
1: nothing better than driving in the rain do you still agree with that
0: I still agree with that I remember talking with you about that back in the day there's something about a drive home with just that little light pitter patter of rain man I agree (laughs) that's funny you said (laughs) that
1: so um I'll ask the uh, next question DM. um we had another listener give us a shout-out. How do you find time to do all the things that you do?
0: Yeah, great question. Um, one thing that I do is, this is about three months ago now, I read the book called Atomic Habits by James Clear and then actually ended up seeing him speak at the SME Business Conference in Sioux Falls. Long story short, he talks about basically blocking off time in your schedule. And it was huge for me because when i kind of went on this entrepreneurial journey and i started doing all these different things basically i had complete control of my time and i had no idea what to do with it and i was just running around with my head cut off and then i i did start to block out my schedule a little bit and did get better at it and then i read that book and he talks about stacking habits and if you block off time for each of your habits and then they start to compound you start to have more and more control over your time. And I really started to do that, so my calendar is, is blocked off with time schedules and time frames and stuff where I, I do this and then stuff where I do that, and I've been a little bit better at that since I read that book. I still have some room for improvement, I'll definitely say that, but that is one of the main things I use to stay organized is I'm, I'm very, I'm very calendar-driven. I like to know what's going on in my day, Um, I'm a big thing. I like to be on time for things. That's a huge thing for me. So blocking off that time and blocking off schedules for me is, is something that, um, keeps me and enables me to do all the things that I do. So that's what I got.
1: Cool. Um, I suppose I'll go next. Um, I don't got much going on, man. Not very busy.
0: (laughs) If you guys have been listening to the podcast for a while, you know, Mitch is, Mitch is throwing a big white lie out there right now. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
1: Again, it's it's knowing yourself. I mean, and these questions aren't very similar at all, but yet I'm going to give you about the same answer. Um, You got to know yourself and and where you're at. And I know that if I don't have a lot going on, I struggle. Um, So finding times to be effective, I think right now with some things that I've got going on, I am very spread thin, um, but I'm better off being spread thin than the alternative, and and that's not having anything to do. So trying to find time, obviously, priorities become become a big thing in there. Um, you the, the most important things and the things you want to push forward to make sure that you do have time for that. I think one of the things that I get uh, criticized for is I, I have no problem starting something new. Um, we're here on the podcast, um, but. I have no problem diving in head first, and I think a lot of people are like, well, geez, yeah, he does something, and he, he does it, and he goes for a while, and then it goes away. Well, yeah, I don't I don't have time for it. It's not a priority of mine, and a, another person would find that as uh, ineffective. Um, I mean, I, I think I'm undiagnosed ADHD. I'm just all over the place, but... The way I find that is that no, I tried something new. I learned something about myself. Now it's not worth my time. I'm not holding on to that. I'm gonna go try something else or I'm gonna spend my time and be more efficient with my time in that. So I evaluate, I self-evaluate a lot. I evaluate on the things that I'm doing. Is it worth my time? Is it where I want to go? Is it pushing me in the direction that I wanna go uh, professionally, personally, spiritually, emotionally? and then I prioritize. That makes sense.
0: Absolutely. You got a few things going on, Mitch. I don't know if you want to, I don't know if you want to spend the next 15 minutes naming off all the things that you got going on, but, uh, it's for you guys as listener listening out there. It's, it's a couple of things. It's a couple, but
1: again, I, I enjoy it. I try not to sell anyone short in, in who I work with. And, I, I guess at the end of the day, I hope people are like, you know, he does have a lot going on, but he cares, you know, and I think that's where it's at. I struggle to say no, weird deal.
0: Weird deal. Weird deal. Right on. Let's move on to question um, three that we got. This is good. Um, we talked about it very lightly, I think, uh, especially in season one when you're getting rolling, but um, someone asked what was the hardest thing about starting the Little Things podcast?
1: Well... um, Geez, I think it was just the process, man. I mean, I know that our—I didn't have any problem doing the research and, and doing this and finding audacity. That—that that stuff wasn't terribly tough. I think we just kind of dove in, and it—and it worked out. It was the process that was the hardest for me. And again, I'm not detail-oriented. I'm not—I'm going to be the first one to tell you, I have really good people around me. Sherry, my my wife, for example, is very detail oriented, and that's why I think we work okay. And um, I've got people at school that are awesome at it, and uh, I, I rely on them a lot. So these details, these first three ones, we three podcast episodes that we do, um, we didn't talk about it before. Normally, you know, for the guests, kind of doing a little behind the scenes. You know, Jake and I get on and talk for about a half hour, forty five minutes prior to this, and just kind of work through some ideas and things, and it it has been so much more smooth. Is it more smooth or smoother? What is it?
0: Whatever it is, you're right.
1: Oh, man, I tell you. <laughs>
0: um, that's
1: why we're not writing this stuff. Of course, we both wrote books too, but that's why our editors are so good. Um, but, yeah, like the hardest thing about that was just having to do it the first time, listening to it, not knowing what was going on, and then hearing it and publishing it, and it's like, wow, that is terrible quality. That is not good. We have to do it again. And, like, my, like, go, go, go thing to have to go back and do something again about Killed Me. So that's the hardest thing about it. And we're we're f- way past that now. And it's kind of a frustration of mine because it is the first two to three episodes, you know, are the struggles. And that's what most people are going to be like. Those are the first three episodes you're going to listen to, you know. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it makes me laugh. You know, I haven't done that in a while, and I don't know if you have either. But it'd be kind of fun to go back and listen to season one again. I think I would get a kick out of it. But I, I do remember for sure, like the first three episodes, because we're, you know, we're on Audacity, which for you that don't know, it's it's the software that we record the audio version on. Uh, Because Mitch and I are obviously in different places. So that's kind of unique that we did it that way. Um, But I remember trying to figure out Audacity and editing the audio, which you did right away. And then trying to figure out okay, when, when do we cut some sound? You know, do we cut out a complete paragraph of what we were talking about? I remember we had so many ums and so's and like deep breaths that it was. It was so just cringy <laughs> a little bit, if I could find a word. I remember the first three episodes for sure. But uh, what's cool about that too is that's just, that was us. That was how raw it was. That was us getting on and learning and wanting to have these conversations. And it turned out obviously into something so great, but it was it was really something those first three episodes and really that first season trying to figure it out. Uh, for me, the hardest thing... And I don't even know that it was necessarily hard, but wondering kind of where is this going? What are we going to do with this? What are the next steps? Mitch, you mentioned you're not really a planner. You're a full dive in. And I'm more of the guy who kind of likes to write out the steps and kind of have some structure to things and, and go by it the right way. And I think, you know, that's that's a good thing with us too is we, we kind of balance each other out there. But the the thing for me was – I really enjoyed it. I'd really gotten into podcasting and listening to a lot of episodes and stuff before we started this. And I think I was wondering like are we going to be like this podcast or are we going to be like this one or is it going to turn into personal development or what is it going to be? And over time I've just realized that it's just us. Like we're just again like building our relationship and having these conversations and having a blast with it and and people are receptive to that and people are enjoying that. It's kind of our own thing. It's not a different podcast, so it's it's our own thing. And I think I think what I struggled with right away is trying to find out what is this going to be, and it turned out to be exactly what it is. So that's that's my answer, and I'm sticking to it. Couldn't have said
1: it better myself. So last question of the evening, Jake. Uh, you started live podcasting recently. We've done a few of them, uh, Cool Beans in Brookings and Labbies in Watertown, South Dakota how did you get the idea where did you get the idea and why are you doing it
0: yeah and i'll let you take most of this mitch i think one of the coolest things about our podcast and i've talked about this in the past too is just the feedback from our audience and hearing from you guys and what's working what isn't and this episode was awesome we connected with this and we find we wanted to find a way to just get more involved you know, like I said, we we record this. Mitch is in Watertown, I'm in Sioux Falls, and we don't like the audio is produced, but we don't get to see a lot of the listeners. If you don't comment, if you don't subscribe, if you don't email us, we don't hear from you. But yet our downloads are extremely high, right? So we know people are listening. We wanted to find a way to get more involved and meet more people in the community and actually meet our listeners. And I think the live podcast recordings have really enabled us to do that but if you want to talk about how us and cool beans kind of got connected i think that'd be great for the listeners
1: yeah so uh, that was the first one and i, I kind of even want to go b- back a little bit because our live podcasting started long before that you know our first one was uh um at future business leaders of america it didn't really pan out the quality wasn't good because we we're learning about it but the kids were awesome geez the energy in that room And it's like, we need to bring more of that. Like, I I need more of that. Because we constantly, and you and I really haven't talked about this much, but, you know, we jump on and we we get downloads and people are listening. And you're kind of like, well, I mean, yeah, this is good. I mean, people are listening, so obviously they're enjoying the content. But, like, what impact are we making? And then I share that story from Cool Beans when that gal came in from – minneapolis and it's like no that's why we're doing it like that's that's why we we want to reach out to those we want more of those stories that push us and drive us forward because i mean at the end of the day why are we doing this well it's it's like why are you coaching it's why i'm an educator i mean we want to impact people you know we want to serve people we want to get them and and help them to become the the best version of themselves and does it look different sure but I mean, it's still the same goal and the same vision. So I I think it's a lot more transparent and visual at a live podcast than it is at, like, our normal podcast. I mean, let's be honest. These ones, I mean, there's more content in this. We're getting deeper into things. It's it's much better quality, but it, a nice balance is nice. And, and I think we've heard some really good things. Holy smokes, the the labbie's one our uh, facebook video geez what did it have about 3 to 4000 views i think it was
0: 3800 views which the one is at labbie's
1: super super cool and we appreciate the support and people even even if you listen to it for 15 seconds just to kind of get an idea of where we want to go with this thing in the direction it's been it's been cool. So we got the idea just from kind of a coin flip kind of thing to to get people involved more, take some ownership in what we're doing. And I think I was pretty clear on my why, so that's what I got.
0: Yeah, it was great. And two, just to shout out the people that have came to the live recordings. You know, you had the gal and her dad come in from Brookings, and obviously there were some students and stuff in there as well too uh, at Cool Beans. And then Labby's, we just had... We had a crew there. I mean, we had people come in and they had dinner, obviously, and some drinks. And we hung out and had three amazing guests and just had a great time that night. And that's that's what it's about. It's about getting out and having the conversations in person. And then, two, a, a big thing is just supporting local businesses. You know, yeah. when it comes down to it, supporting local businesses and in smaller communities. And it's been so fun. So uh, we're looking forward to the next one. Uh, we're working on getting that scheduled. But that's been just a real, a real boost, if you will, which I think you've mentioned too, the live podcast recordings. It's been so fun. And uh, we appreciate you guys for tuning into those. And yeah, the Facebook uh, was a huge, huge turnout for, for Labbies. That was awesome. So thank you guys. That's what I got. Um, yeah, Mitch, uh, that concludes our Ask Me Anything. I've had a blast here. Um, before the end, we do, we um, want to touch on uh, a sponsor of ours as well too. And then we read a few shout outs and we have some last comments. Uh, those last comments <clears throat> from our listeners are brought to you by a certified financial planner at Northwestern Mutual, our friend Luke Bruns. Luke has been with Northwestern Mutual since 2009 and strives to protect what matters most to you and your family. For more information, contact us at jake at gmail.com mitch last comments thoughts on our ask me anything episode
1: well first I want to give a shout out to uh, nathan russell you know um met him about a year ago and guy just a huge supporter he attended the lab he is one with uh with his wife and got to sit down and talk with him i mean he's a good dude and he really enjoys what we're doing and supports the heck out of us and oh, we've got so many more that we haven't commented on but he just came to mind right away but yeah as far as the last comments uh they asked me anything is is probably one of my favorite episodes just because we can start involving people i i hear it from time to time about something that was said in here that impacted them so it's really cool to have them kind of give back to us because they've got good questions. Everyone that listens could start a podcast and be able to help people. They just could. Uh, so this is kind of their way to be able to, I don't know, kind of turn the dial a little be a, bit. Be a part of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, it, I mean, this is cool. So I appreciate everyone that's that's reached out, I guess. And I'm really excited for next episode, too. So.
0: Yeah, these ask me anything things are always a blast, and one thing too that we have coming up as well too is we go over the answers that didn't make the book, which is super fun too. So we kind of we kind of roll through those and have a great time with that, uh, which is super fun. And yeah, obviously have have enjoyed these. I know we do the quickets as well too. This is technically an episode, but it's a little bit faster one. And um, just appreciative of again like our listeners and you being there and and tuning in and supporting local businesses and you know you talked about shout outs and stuff i i had a great conversation with austin at labby's you know the owner of labby's austin petrick Uh, we had a great conversation and we met that night and it was just super fun to connect with him and we're going to do some things in the future with him and then um, Brittany continues to be a huge supporter of ours too and i just think they're doing some great things over there at labby's and then you know with you and i and stuff we got going on like i just you know it's june 28th right now and i just have a lot of good things going on in my life right now and i'm enjoying it enjoying the ride and I have a lot of good people around me and it's been a lot of fun, man. So, uh, excited to hop on for the next episode and, um, yeah, just appreciative again of, of you guys for tuning in.
1: Yeah. And one more shout out, you know, with Beat- uh, Brittany Petrick is going to start her own podcast too. Uh, just stay tuned on uh Rosabella, uh, Facebook page. Uh, she does a good job. She's got a great following. Uh, she'd, she'd crush it. So make sure you reach out to her and, uh, stay tuned on on more information she's got going so tune in for the next episode our episode is rapid fire answers that didn't make the book looking forward to it Jake this is Mitch and Jake signing out
0: this was a special presentation of the little things by Mitch and Jake for more details on the podcast or the project, check out Mitch Reed.com, It's Just Jake.com, or purchase cardboard confessionals on Amazon. And remember, the first step to helping someone in need is understanding and appreciating what they are going through. Thank you for
1: listening.